What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where each week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. My name is Matt Primo, and every month I review a different uh, genre or series, and then I have a co-host on the two-game podcast, Christian Valencia, and we kind of just move from franchise to franchise. We've done uh, Batman in review, and up next is Die Hard in review for the month of December. Me personally, I have done horror in review. I've done 90s action movies in review. And this month, I am doing the Terminator series. And you can go check out all those reviews back on our channel. I've done two top 10 lists. I've run a top 10 list for horror movies and top 10 lists of the best 90s action movies of all time. So for this month, me personally, I'm doing the Terminator series. So the first movie up is The Terminator. But before we jump into that, let me give you a little bit of housekeeping. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash two game. There's a $5 tier, $10 tier, and a $20 tier. Our Patreon supporters get bonus episodes every month. Last month, they got Total Recall and Eraser as bonus review episodes. And they also get all their stuff early. They get all this stuff, all this content earlier than the public. They get it uncut and unedited, unfiltered. And it's ad-free. I mean, what else can you ask for other than that? So that's where you can go to support us. Other than that, you just share us on Facebook, uh, share our episodes on Twitter, wherever. Tell us, tell your mama, tell your daddy. Tell your friends all about the podcast, Surfing the Stream. We review movies, and yeah, you can go to our two-game podcast where we talk about nerd culture, uh, mainly games, but we dip into movies, comics, uh, music, all kinds of stuff. So go check that out if that tickles your fancy. So like I said, this week I'm reviewing The Terminator. And normally, if you're new here, I'll run through the plot. I'm going to jump into some fun facts, and then I'll give you my general impressions of the movie. So, The Terminator is basically a non-spoiler way to tell you about the plot. is sent back from a dystopian 2029 future, an indestructible cyborg assassin known as The Terminator is on a mission to kill humankind's most important woman, Sarah Connor. However, from the same war-torn, post-apocalyptic future comes Kyle Reese, a brave soldier of the Human Resistance Army bent on stopping the Terminator from killing the world's last hope. This movie is basically a horror movie. I mean, it's, if you strip away the sci-fi elements of it, the Terminator, the, the cyborg aspect of it, come back from the future, this is a slasher film through and through. It's on, it was made on a $6.4 million budget, and it grossed worldwide $78.3 million. That's, uh, that's pretty good. Considering uh, back in the day, that's a lot of money. It was released on October 26, 1984. And jumping into some fun facts, about 15 minutes in the movie, the Terminator runs over a toy semi-truck. Towards the end of the movie, the Terminator is run over by the same style, same model, 18-wheeler uh, truck. Schwarzenegger has a total of 14 lines in this movie. Schwarzenegger was also considered for Kyle Reese, but James Cameron, who is the director of the movie, 
wanted Reese to be non-bulky. Wanted to be a little bit skinnier. And then our last little fun fact, the tanker truck that explodes at the end. Yeah, that was a model truck. That was not real. So, yeah, I think I think all those points are, are pretty interesting. I didn't realize that he was, he ran over a toy truck and then he was hit by the same style truck. Same color, same make, model, everything. I thought that was pretty interesting. So, jumping into the my general impressions of the movie. I absolutely love this movie. I think it's one of the most important movies of all time. Is it like top 10, top 15? Maybe not. I think Star Wars is probably one of the most influential movies of all time. Com- better than this. But, I mean, so many movies. This... This branched out and gave us so many style types of styles and types of movies. I think it's interesting that this started off as a horror movie, and then I mean you see what it is now. It's all action movies basically. And this movie absolutely works in the horror style. And yeah, the Terminator 2 is coming up and we know how amazing that is. So ready to watch that movie, by the way. But I will say this is this is a simple movie. You know, this is not a an Avengers movie where there's a hundred different characters. This only has a handful of characters, and you're basically there for Sarah Connor, Kyle Reese, and the Terminator. And yeah, you got some couple of side pieces, but I mean, you're here for those three main characters, and that's what you spend most of the movie on. And I think it absolutely works for what it's trying to do. But at the same time, the simple plot, the simple structure of the movie, also I think dampens it a little bit, kind of hurts it a little bit in the regard of Kyle Reese falling in love, Sarah Connor falling in love with each other. I, I'm, we're led to believe that they absolutely love each other within the span of just a couple hours, because she says at the very end, you know, we only spent a, a few hours together, but we loved for a lifetime's worth. But it's like, did y'all though? Because half the time y'all are not really arguing, but he was really pissed off at you, trying to get you to listen, and you wouldn't listen. So, where did that whole, where did the whole connection come from? Because it, unless it came off screen, I mean, at the end of the day, does this movie need to be any longer? No. But I feel like they could have tweaked a little bit, just a little bit, and maybe given us a little, like a, another scene or two with them jiving together, connecting, like stuff at the the uh, the hotel, I think that would have worked. That stuff worked already. Give us like another scene with them, you know, talking and connecting and laughing. Give us some backstory into Sarah Connor. You know, where where did she come from? Let he doesn't know shit about her. I mean, he just knows that she's this amazing woman in the future, and their name is Sarah Connor, and that a Terminator is back to kill her. That's all he knows about her. Give us some background on Sarah Connor in this movie. And I think that makes it a little bit better. I'm not saying that this movie is worse because of the lack of scenes between the two. Because it's not. This is still a great movie. I just wish I'd gotten a little bit more. Give me like five, ten more minutes in the movie. I'm not asking for another half hour. Because I think the runtime is perfect where it's at. Just change it around a little bit and give me a little bit more time with Sarah Connor and Kyle Reese. To kind of elevate that relationship between the two. That is my only complaint of the movie. And maybe the lack of lines from Arnold Schwarzenegger. But, I mean, that 
the lack of talking from him fits in this movie because he's he's a killer. He's not there to give you speeches and stuff like that. So I understand that. And but Arnold Schwarzenegger is so good in these movies that I just want more of them. So I mean, it's you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know. I think the music, honestly, th- I look at this movie and I'm like, wow, this 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 is definitely 1980s, maybe 19 late 70s. I understand it came out in the 84. But it's aged a little bit in the in the form of the music and obviously the styles and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. It's like I, I dig it for what it is, and I dig what's in it. The music just it just fits, even though it sounds old. It sounds you know not very good, but it fits within the context of the story, and I absolutely love it. I honestly have no issues with this movie other than give me a couple more scenes with Kyle Reese and Sarah Connor. That's really it. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger does a... I mean, he you can't really complain about his lines because he only has 14. He gives you the classic line, I'll be back. And that's really all you need in that movie, right? It's not until Terminator 2 where he really shines with his acting. And I say acting, but really shines with his gravitas, I should say. Uh, as far as the action in this movie, there's not a ton of action. Like I said, it's more horror-based than it is action. Once you get into Terminator 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6, yeah, all those are action movies. And then we don't want to start on Terminator 2 because that's one of the best movies of all time. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you right now, those are my thoughts. And I don't think they're going to change from me watching it again. I think one of my favorite scenes in the movie... And this is probably everybody's favorite scene because it's it's kind of a classic scene in this movie is the police station uh, sequence where the Terminator comes and he's trying to cure Sarah Connor and he decides to you know, kill everybody else. I think that's a classic scene and I love that. Uh, I wish I wish there would have been a little bit more I don't know drama or I don't know arguing. Between, I wish they, I would have. I wish at the very end, Kyle Reese would have found out that she had talked to her mother about where they were. Like, I wish there had been some kind of drama there. I understand they they probably were like, well, how do they? How did he know? How do you know? You know, he just found out. I wish there had been some kind of reaction between the two of them about that. And that's just that's just for personal reasons. It doesn't, like I said, that doesn't make the movie any less. Doesn't make it any better. But I wouldn't have minded a little bit of a little bit of tension between the two of them, just based off of that. I think another kind of issue that I have with the movie is with the I don't even know what you would call it. Was it ADR? Is that what is that what it's called? It's basically when they re-record uh, like a voiceover for that scene. You get it a lot towards the beginning, like when uh. When the Terminator is in her Sarah Connor's apartment and he kills the the boyfriend and the girlfriend, it doesn't sound like it's coming from him. It sounds like he messed up his lines and then during post production they were like, "Yeah, we don't really like that. Can we get can we get try it a little bit differently?" And they re recorded it and just put it over it. That nitpicking guys, very very nitpicky. And those are my general thoughts on this particular movie. Now, granted, when we get into the 
second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth movie, I start to have a little bit of issues with continuity and just a whole bunch of different issues with each of those movies. Honestly, you can make a case that this series ends after Terminator 2. That is the last movie in the series. And the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth movie never happened. You can make a case for that because there is no continuity after number two. After the second movie, there is no continuity between the characters. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the only guy that shows up in every single movie. I mean, that's it. Sarah Connor's not the same person. I mean, other than the last movie, the Dark Fate that just came out. Sarah Connor's in that one. But other than that, all the movies have the only returning character is Arnold Schwarzenegger that I'm aware of. If I'm wrong, uh, please correct me. But overall, really, really do enjoy this movie. This is a movie that I could watch on a regular basis. I recommend it to people that have never... If you've never seen this series, you've never seen the first one, we got to talk a little bit more about... Uh, you need to go watch some more movies because this is a classic. This is a movie that started a huge franchise. And not only did it start a huge franchise, but it swapped genres between the first movie and the second movie. first movie was a horror base, which is this movie. And then the second movie is straight action. This is a classic movie, and I I would recommend this movie to anyone. Is it scary? No, but it has horror vibes in it. It's a it's basically a slasher film through and through. So if you've never seen it, if you're watching our channel and you're just listening to our reviews and you've never seen the Terminator, please go watch the Terminator. I ended up buying it for five dollars on Apple. Now, normally, I want these all the reviews on this channel to be streamable through an app of some sort. It could be Stars, it could be Peacock, it could be, uh, what is that, Tubi, TB, Tubi app, whatever. Any type of streaming app that you can either subscribe to or pay for, that's what we want our reviews to be on so you can go watch them easily and you don't have to go out and spend you know, five to 20 bucks to watch one of these movies. I paid five bucks on Apple. I mean, is this movie worth more? Yes, but this movie came out 36 years ago, guys. There's no reason for this movie to be 15 bucks. Is it worth 15 bucks? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, this is a really good movie. If it, if I, if I had a choice, I would not pay $15 for it, but it's worth $15. If that makes any sense to y'all. But I bought it for $5 on Apple. Go check it out. I don't know if that was a sale or if that's a consistent, constant pricing of the movie. And now it's time for my final ranking. I will say back in the 90s movies reviews that I was doing, I started ranking all the movies. And I used the Letterboxd app, which is letter B-O-X-D, Letterboxd. You can basically go on there, add movies to your watch list. You can make lists of like movie categories. You can follow your friends or other reviewers on the app. And you can review your own movies that you've seen. You can rate them. It puts it in a diary. It tells you what day you watched it. And it's all neat and organized. And it's super nerdy. And I love it. But I went back and I re-edited a lot of my rankings of the 90s movies. And I have a reason for that because, you know, you watch one 90s movie and you're like, oh, shit, that was like five. That was five out of five stars. 
Well, then you watch a, you know, a legit five out of five stars and you're like, well, this movie is nowhere near as good as that. And I gave it to the same rankings. So I went back and, you know, dropped some down to like three after I put them as a five or a four. Like The Rock, I think I gave that a five out of five. I ended up going back and dropping that down to like a four, I think. I'm not entirely sure. But it's like it's like the uh, Barstool uh, uh, pizza reviews. You know, he, he you don't know what you're... When you're reviewing the first movie and something, you don't really know where to place it until you watch, you know, all the stuff that you're reviewing at once to kind of... It sets the bar, basically. So... I know where Terminator 2 is going to be just based off my history with that movie. So it makes this a little bit easier. But I think this is a solid 4 out of 4. I think a 4 is a perfect score. And I think once you start getting into the later movies, they start dipping down. But that's just my overall impressions right now. I said this on the top 10 list for my 90s movies. I said I've never watched all these movies back to back to back. One after another. It's always been, hey, I'll watch, I'll watch this first movie now, and then I'll watch the second one. And then, you know, two years later, I'll watch the newest Terminator movie. I've only seen Genesis once. I've only seen Dark Fate once. I've seen Salvation a couple of times. And Rise of the Machines, I've seen, I, I would say, it, it, it's around ten times, if I had to guess. Terminator 1 and 2, I've seen so many times. I know it like the back of my hand. But overall, really love this movie. I give it 4 out of 4. If you've never seen it, go check it out. And next week, I will be reviewing Terminator 2. Christian and I will be dropping the last movie of our Batman in Review series, Mask of the Phantasm. And then we start our Die Hard in Review series with the greatest Christmas movie of all time, Die Hard 1. And then we are going to uh, watch all, was it, five of them? Watch all five of them and review them. And then we'll move on to our next series. But I appreciate y'all joining me, and I'll catch y'all next time.